Welcome to the Life and Times podcast with your host Lloyd Phillips. This is a podcast that's put on for the people, by the people, of the people. I, to be honest, I think I'm the only people. It's all. It's really just going to be me, probably, and uh, occasionally maybe some other people, but. Welcome back, everybody. I appreciate everyone listening in. Uh, you know, back for another fantastic week. That's why we're here. And as a matter of fact, I guess I guess we should call this one. <laughs> that's too much celebrating. Uh, I'll get back to my almost thing we were going to celebrate. After a word from our sponsors. Today's show sponsors are Boxing Bear Print Company. You can reach them at BoxingBear.com. It's an independent art studio established in 2011, and they have all your art needs. So, if you really love alternative art prints, I would go check out Boxing Bear Print Company at BoxingBear.com, BoxingBear.com, get to them now.com. And the next sponsor is the Cookie Barn Waco.com. They're actually called The Cookie Barn, but that's where you can reach them, at thecookiebarnwaco.com. They're an online cookie company, and they have a pickup location, and they deliver locally in the Waco, Texas area, but they also ship nationwide. So order for birthdays, anniversaries, reunions, showers, or for any occasion. Just enjoy them yourself. Uh, they also specialize in company-client relations, and they have discount pricing. So let your clients know that you're thinking about them and that you appreciate their business. Also, with every purchase... You'll be satisfied knowing that you're supporting an amazing nonprofit organization that helps foster and adoptive families. So every portion, uh, a portion of every purchase goes towards e1a.org. Encourage one another. e1a.org. Thecookiebarnwaco.com. Once again, welcome back. Uh, it was a it was a full it was a full week. Full week of uh, baseball games. St. Louis. They played a fantastic. A fantastic team, San Francisco Giants. Uh, St. Louis won both of those games. Both, both of those games. In case you didn't hear, I just added an L in the word. Both, <laughs> both, both. You get it. Anyway, yeah, it was pretty awesome. You know, road trip up there. There, you always see something on road trips you didn't see before. Um, and I have, and I've talked about this before but i got a little more information last time it was just a store on the side of the road there's a place in phillipsburg missouri and it's it's the world's largest gift shop now they're not a sponsor of course nor do i want them to be but i've i've ridden back and forth between here and st louis uh so many times i passed that thing it's one of those you know those tourist places they're out in like arizona california also where you'll see signs, oh, they're like Bucky's. You'll see signs for a hundred miles. Stop here, and then that particular uh, place in Phillipsburg, it says home of the world's largest gift shop. To be honest, it's like a warehouse full of just junk. I mean, that's what I think. 
I'm not saying you can't go in there and be amazed, but it's like all that stuff from China. It looks cool, and then but it, but is it like how much? You know all the carved walking sticks and uh, all the gift shop trinkets, uh, dream catchers, the rocks that are shiny, you know all that kind of just tourist crap. Who buys that? Now you think about it. Why why is that such a good idea to buy when you're riding down the road on vacation? Uh, maybe it's memories. Because other than that, if that stuff was popular, it's like uh, your local shopping mall, which, by the way, we've also discussed. Those things are almost dead. But if that stuff was truly like um, something uh, to be, what am I, what's the word? I hate it when I stall out on words. But if it was something that you really wanted, wouldn't you just go get it at the mall? No, you don't get it at the mall because it's just crap and it's stuff that you buy on road trips, driving down the road. Anyway, so it, was a, it was a good good time. <clears throat> oh, yeah, yeah. Somebody got robbed. Now, this whole incident lasted about 30 seconds. So it's not an interesting story for me. I didn't watch it. I'm walking into the hotel, the Marriott Grand in downtown St. Louis, and I hear screaming outside, and it's behind me. And we're in a city. I mean, there's always somebody screaming. You know, there's... Uh, there's crazy people everywhere, um, especially in downtown cities. So I hear screaming and saying, he just tried to rob me. Call the cops. Call the cops. He tried to rob me. And I'm, I'm turning around to a guy who I'm not saying, I'm not saying that, that he's on uh, drugs. I'm just saying he looks like he's not scared of them. That's, maybe that's a better way to word it. So I like turn around and this guy's screaming, but like running towards me, but he's not like running towards me for my help. He's running towards, uh, I'm walking in the front door and he's like trailing and, he, and he's just yelling, help. These guys tried to rob me, call the cops, but he just keeps screaming. And then I see these two individuals running, uh, in front of the hotel and they run around the street corner. Well, now the guy is d- directly behind me walking in. And he stops yelling, <laughs> call the cops, because now he's walking in the front door of the building. And I turn and look at him, and, uh, you know, I just see it in his face, and he keeps glancing behind him, like, are the, are the people trying to rob him right behind him? Uh, and then he runs through the hotel, and he runs out the side door. As a matter of fact, I don't know. First of all, he looked, I already told you what he looked like uh, to me, uh, you, just wild eyes and you know, look like he was a fresh off a. Of, <laughs> anyway, he so he runs through the hotel, but he runs and goes through the side door exactly where the two kids, who he says robbed him, turned. So I don't know. Maybe they robbed him. Maybe they maybe they finished the process. I have no idea. But I'm just saying, if you really wanted to call the cops. You probably would have. That was how he got away, I guess. But uh, who knows what happened? Now that and that was. That was the first three minutes that we got out of the truck in uh, St. Louis. So that was a pretty good time. And that, but it also made me think. I paused and I stalled out on this because an individual very well really may have been being robbed. There were probably 50 people, 75 people out front. Uh, people were pulling into valet right then. I don't know. Is this kind of sad, really? Uh but the guy was kind of wild-eyed, too. You you had to see the individual. 
But I don't know if anybody called the cops. I think he, he was screaming it so fast, running into the front door, that nobody even really had time to react. And then by that time, all the people he's yelling to to call the cops, he's already in the building. So they're all just standing there with their hands up like, what just happened? And I'm looking behind me like, what are you doing? And uh, that was it. That's pretty much the whole story. But first three minutes in St. Louis, um, you know, that doesn't uh, that doesn't happen a lot. Um where I currently live. Not not this kind of high action. This is super real high action, guys. Um, anyway, so being at the game, uh, baseball reminds me of a couple of things. Uh, from when I was a child. When I would play baseball, this, is, this episode's not about baseball, by the way, but when I would play baseball, I would... My thing is I would buy a pack of gum, whether it was Big League Chew or Rain Blow gum, and I would put the whole pack in my mouth. I think because I saw Lenny Dykstra do it uh, always when I was a kid, but that was tobacco because you could do that back then. Major League didn't care, and then they started hiding it in uh, in bubble gum. <laughs> just some words make me cringe. Uh, when he, so you'd hide the tobacco in bubble gum, um, and then you know, they just totally ban it. But driving down the road, I don't know what made me think about it. Speaking of gum. Do you guys, does anybody remember Gatorade gum? Gatorade gum was the greatest gum ever. I like to this day, it's like I, in my mind, it's like the flavor is seared in my palate. It's like, uh, <laughs> it's what it's in my palate. Uh, Gatorade gum is in my palate right now. Uh, for memory. I thought that was the most fantastic gum ever. But does anybody remember that? It doesn't even exist anymore. Uh, I wish Gatorade would throw out some limited edition Gatorade gum so I could so I could really chew it. <laughs> anyway, does anybody remember that? And then freshen up because I I had asked somebody, do you remember Gatorade gum? He's like, yeah, it was awesome. He's like, do you remember freshen up? And I'm like, yeah, I do. I did not think that it was awesome, but from childhood memory, freshen up gum was the gum that you'd put in your mouth and then you'd chew it, and then uh, a burst of liquid would shoot out of the center. I don't know if you remember that, uh, the freshen up gum, definitely not a, definitely not a baseball day, uh, gum. I wouldn't think Gatorade gum. However, oh man, I could put, I could put 37 packs of Gatorade gum in my mouth. Anyway, I thought it, that, now I'll tell you where it didn't exist at the world's largest gift shop. Uh, that's where Gatorade gum cannot be found which is funny because it's the world's largest gift shop. And uh, one of their other specialties, driving there on, on the sign, uh, I noticed this. I, sorry, to, sorry to revert back, but I just thought of <laughs> I just thought of one of their main attractions that they were selling um, as far as the billboard goes. And uh, have you ever heard of... <laughs> has anyone ever eaten? I haven't. I haven't. This is why it was... That's why it's seared in my mind. I mean, who would waste... 500 a month on a billboard probably got a discount because they put them every 10 miles for the last 60 but uh who would put on a billboard now have peak peak by the way i don't, I don't usually say it this way i don't say it this way at all who has pecan logs we got pecan logs you got to get in there and get these pecan logs i don't it looks like uh it looks like it's some kind of creamy center with with pecans around the outside, and I guess you cut it up, cut it up like logs. Maybe I don't. It's a, 
It's like shaped like an egg roll with uh, with pecans on the outside. And, uh, you know, people are eating. They're really enjoying these things. I mean, I guess. Look, if they thought it was popular enough to put on a billboard, uh, you know, to really draw the crowd in. I got to be honest, guys. Driving south from St. Louis to Tulsa, when I noticed the pecan logs uh, billboard, I was like, oh, my gosh, we got to pull in there. I heard these pecan logs are so delicious. That's what I said. Um, and then we pulled in there, and I totally forgot to get them. I did. I, I forgot to get them. Uh, and just because I'm talking about it, you know, for a guy who I don't, uh, uh, for a guy who's not in shape, I don't eat a lot of sweet stuff, but um, I don't. Like, I, I actually really don't. But I pull into the world's largest gift shop there at Phillipsburg, and um, I couldn't help, but they, they had the sharks. Do you guys remember the gummy sharks? Well, they had sour gummy sharks, and I and I got excited about them. I'm going to tell you, I reverted back to childhood days, and I'm like, oh my gosh, who has who has sour gummy sharks? <laughs> I about forgot what I was saying. Uh, and so I, I got a box. I got a box of them. And the next thing I noticed about this box this is the second time I've been in there. Um, the the um, containers that house the candies or the nuts, whatever they have. It's a weird container because you literally can just grab the container and open it with two fingers. There is not, there's not a, would you call it a safety mechanism? There's not a sticker. It's a plastic container. There's not a sticker that seals the top half from opening from the bottom half. Which, in theory, really, any kid could walk in there and be like, hey, I've never had one of those. Let me try it. Flip open the box, put their fingers all in it, and uh, eat a couple. And then snap it back and go to the next one. You can actually do that. I don't know. That's got to be some kind of health violation. World's largest gift shop. Anyway, the reason I talked about it. Sorry, the reason. I mean, it is what it is, but the, the, the searing memory for life. It's the most fantastic bathrooms I've ever been a part of. Uh, and I, I probably have said this on a podcast before because uh, it's unbelievable. Uh, and I made a TikTok about it. A TikTok. If you don't know, there's a TikTok uh, page under the same name. It's called Life and Times Podcast. You can see this uh, this bathroom. I don't know. I mean, the, the store itself is a regular convenience store. And as a matter of fact, it's probably on the lower end of convenience stores. It's not fancy. It doesn't look fancy at all. The bathroom. The bathroom looks like they had uh, a couple proms in there. Uh, maybe some black tie balls. Black tie, <laughs> black tie events. You know, balls in there. Uh, dancing. It's, uh, it's quite an elaborate bathroom. And so, you know, you should check that out for a visual under the Life and Times podcast TikTok page. So, anyway, th- uh, that, that's it. It was, it was a good week. I, all I'm saying is if you're driving through Missouri, why don't you go swing, swing by the world's largest gift shop, get yourself a pecan log, because that sounds delicious, and, uh, and uh, you know, do some dancing there in the bathroom. That's what I do. I probably need to take my kids there. And uh, to be honest, I'm probably going to have to... I'm going to have to pray for my kids. Uh, I love them. I, they are, I mean, they're smart girls. They they have talents. Like, they have, um, 
like they're they're both really beautiful and they're and they're and they're smart in their own way and i've worded it that way because some things they can blow you out of the water on like that you're like i don't how do you know how to do that and then you get stuff like you know my eight-year-old the other day i didn't know what to say it was like one of those moments when you're a parent i i don't <laughs> where where you where i stalled out i stalled out as a parent because it's in my nature to maybe make fun of something a little faster than I should. Uh, and I, she was being, I, it was a question. I didn't know how to answer. Here's why I stalled out. I stalled out mentally. I didn't know what happened. She, she stalled me out. You see those, uh, memes that it, people will say, Oh my gosh, this one broke the internet. That's what happened. It like broke my brain. She's eating food. It's just me and her in the car and she's eating, uh, coming back from soccer practice. And she, looks at me, my eight-year-old, and she says, uh, Dad, <laughs> Dad, does the does the food that we eat go down the hole in the back of our throat? And uh and I and I stared I stared at her uh for a, a few longer seconds than you probably would before you answered somebody to try to gauge um I was I was seeing what was happening here. I mean, are we being funny or what? And I'm just staring at her. No, I think she was being serious. Um, she asked me, as an eight-year-old, if the food goes down the hole in the back of your throat. That's what she asked. I didn't, I didn't know what to say. It was another one of those times where, as a parent, you know, you should just answer, right? Like here, here's, here's what nice parents do. Nice parents, the, the kid asks you something that you obviously find mildly ridiculous. And, uh, you know, you look at them and you make eye contact and you say, yes, it, yeah, it, it actually does. You know, you chew your food really well and then you swallow it. And it goes down the back of your throat, which is your esophagus. And it goes down into your stomach. Yeah, that's what good parents do. But I just, I just think as an eight-year-old, I think this is something that maybe the three-year-old should ask. That's what, uh, so I didn't know what to say. I stalled out. And uh, I I just, I, I answered a question with the question. And, uh, you know, I try to be good about it, but that's what I did. I just stared at her. And after some very long seconds, I just said, uh, do you think the food goes down the hole in the back of your throat? Is that, do you think that that's where it goes? And she's like, yeah, I just didn't know for a second. And I'm like, God, I, <laughs> I just didn't know. I, I, if you could, if you could just say a prayer for her this week, if you guys get around to it, I would appreciate that. I didn't, I was very stalled out as a dad. I really was. Recently, a conversation I've had. Uh, my my friend's kid is in the military. Yeah, it wasn't even my conversation. I just was in the vehicle on speakerphone, and his son is in. Uh, he's in some kind of. He's in some army base uh, close to Death Valley, and he's you know he's, he's in the army. He's down there for one month. It's like the the reserve. Uh, what do you call it? You know, the reserve military. They got to do some time in the summer every year, so that's where they're at. And he's just sitting on these on his rack inside a inside his 
what's the terminology people know inside is temporary housing but it's not a building you know it's a tent so he's in there and he's he's on cell phone duty that's that's what he says he's on which sounds very odd right to be in the military and say he's on cell phone duty well here's why he came in contact with somebody who had covid i don't know or possibly came in contact and so they have like half a battalion or more quarantined like i like half a battalion is quarantined uh in this thing and it made me think right then because of covid because they may have come in contact with somebody. I, if you're in the military, like, do you think they call whoever we're at war with? I mean, do, do you think they'd be like, hey, guys, hey, we can't fight today. Uh, we got COVID. So uh, if you guys could just uh, hang out and wait for us, because we got to be down for 10 days, 10 to 14 days, and we'll just have to evaluate it from there. So, uh, we just call a truce for like 14 days. If that's cool with you guys or is that what you guys want to do? I mean, is that how it goes? Is this the new world we live in? I mean, it's just somebody the other day, like you all, it's like, what's the military for anymore? What is it for? For social, social experiments. Like it, it's, it's, it doesn't make any sense. Literally, the militaries are around literally to kill people or, I mean, that's what they're designed for, right? I, I guess. I always say, listen, I, probably I'm getting too political. I apologize. Uh, it's not, I, I, this is a comedy show, but literally they're quarantined because <laughs> they may have come in contact with somebody, the military. They're like, well, guys are going to have to set this one out. Uh, Robbie's third cousin, uh, thinks she was at the grocery store if the guy had COVID. Uh, let's shut it down. Let's go ahead and shut it down. Hey, shut him down. Shut him down. We're going to get in the tent, hang out for three weeks. Most absurd thing ever. <laughs> That's what, uh, by the way, is it real? Yes, man. Yeah. COVID's real. Nobody's denying it. I'm just saying the level in which we've shut the world down for it. Is it, is it like that? Was it like that? No. And for anybody that says, yeah, well, had we not quarantined, it would have got worse. For anybody that says that. Well, not real. Look, I live in Oklahoma. You can get mad at me if you want. I'm just, I'm just saying. I live in Oklahoma. You know how many people stopped living daily life? Yeah, they did some things different. But do you know how many people, like, stopped living daily life? Almost nobody. Uh, so... It's not like this quarantine. We didn't quarantine. You probably have to do that in cities. We've got millions of people, millions and millions. But now these 100,000 towns, no, they didn't, they didn't shut down. They shut down because somebody told them they had to, but they were still operating. So I mean, everybody, that's, I'm just saying middle America. Don't get mad at me. I'm just telling you how people felt about it. Uh, there was a conversation last week that uh, they had to put the relative in a Nursing home. I, I think it would be horrible to be in a nursing home right now just because, I mean, what do you do? What, like, what do you do? Well, people that are old now, when you were younger, what were you doing? I mean, you were sitting at home. I mean, outside of doing work, like my, my grandpa has a garden, still does. And it's an actually it's actually an awesome garden. But, like, what do you do at nighttime? You, know, you sit around, you watch, like, Judge Wapner, watch, like, Big Valley. Murder, She Wrote, Perry Mason. You know, all these hits. All the hits. 
people still, but but those shows suck. Like I, I mean, they do. They're not fun show. Listen, I'm, here I am saying stuff like this. Here's what's happening right now. I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna go. Fifty percent of the people listening to this have no idea of any of those shows. They have no idea what they are. The other fifty. Let me break that last fifty down. Twenty-five of them probably hadn't seen those shows before. Uh, twenty-five probably hasn't. And then of the twenty-five percent that have seen those shows, I'm gonna guess five percent like them and may still watch them again. Which meant ninety-five percent of this audience, <laughs> if that math made any sense, ninety-five percent of this audience has no idea what those. They don't. They they would never watch those shows. That would be horrible. So if I had to go to a nursing home and I was old, you're like you know and and. What they got TV, it's what they do. You're gonna crochet or you're gonna watch TV because you can't physically do a lot of stuff anymore. If you go to a cool place, you can you can have friends and you can play board games. There's that, but that's what I'm what what I'm saying is this: nursing homes these days seem like they would be horrible to go to, just in theory. I'm I'm thinking right. Nobody wants to go there, and and nobody really maybe wants to put their relatives there. It's like a sad day for a lot of people. I, I, I actually believe that. So I'm not mouthing about that, but I am going somewhere with that. When I get to the age to where I may have to go to a nursing home, because sometimes you don't have to, um, but if I have to do that, are, are my feelings hurt? I mean, are they? I mean, I'm thinking about checking myself in when I'm 60 years old to a nursing home. Can you imagine? Give me a video game system. Give me a PlayStation. <laughs> Give me a PlayStation. Buy me a, a game a month and uh, tell me good luck, man. I'll be playing Call of Duty. I don't even, look. I don't even have time to play video games anymore. But I'm just saying, like, I, when I get to that age and I just got to sit there and just hang out. Oh, dude, I'm gonna. Pl I'll play video games all day long. I'll watch endless, countless movies. You know, through my streaming apps all day long i mean and nobody interrupts you like it's like nobody nobody has to come in the room and be like hey i need you to help fold this laundry hey can you come help fold this laundry hey can you go take that trash out i'm like no i'm in a nursing home i'm playing video games that's what i do that's my job now your job is to come ask me if i'm doing okay and uh my job is to sit here and play these video games sucks to be you waiting you know 57 years you you can live this dream like how how awesome would it be? Especially if you had your own room. I wouldn't want a roommate to be honest, but if you had your own room, just in there, just playing video games, watching movies all day, just whatever you want to do. You know, these I'm just being being in a nursing home a long time ago would have been horrible, but now these days, uh, and motorized scooters, I would have a motorized scooter. Oh, wow, I can't. Cool, my wife better look out. I'll check myself in at forty nine. Sounds like a, sounds like you're living a dream in that place. To be honest, that's just my thoughts. <laughs> thoughts. Sorry, maybe <laughs> got a little carried away with that one, guys. Uh, but uh, I'm just, but I, but I actually am being serious. It's got to be different uh, for this generation to be in a nursing home, just because people back then were so used to like working outside, doing physical things all day long. Coming in, it's nighttime. I mean, there's only three stations on TV. You're not. It's not like you're going to sit there and be fascinated by what's on TV, you know. And then you got to watch some horrible late night shows and 
go to bed. And that's even if you make it that far. Most people don't even stay up that late. I'm just saying these days, people are going to be able to adjust a little better to being in a nursing home. So many activities. <laughs> They're going to have so many activities. I mean, seriously, you think about it. I'm not trying to pop off. I'm just saying that it sounds kind of fun. I'm going to add one more one more tidbit about baseball. It'll lead into put Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame. Which, by the way, listen to this. You're not going to put Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> no, no, because that that the way I set that up makes it sound like I think this guy's horrible. I'm about to bring up his name. But Pete Rose, greatest hitter of all time, is not in the Hall of Fame. So I'm at this um I'm at the stadium and they're they're like, oh, next week or two weeks, they're going to uh, put somebody on the wall of fame at St. Louis, uh, Ted Simmons. Uh, he's in the Hall of Fame. Ted Simmons is in the Hall of Fame. Now, was Ted Simmons worthy of being in the Hall of Fame? Sure. After I, look, after I looked his stats up, yeah, okay. Here's the sad part for me, maybe being a baseball player or, or uh, you know, paying attention to it. I mean, I played too, but like, uh, but just being a fan my whole life. I have no idea who Ted Simmons is. Like, and my, my buddy's like, oh, they're going to put him on the Wall of Fame. And I looked him up. He's in the Hall of Fame now. I don't even know who he is. And I collected baseball cards from the latter part of his career. Like, I, I got to have Ted Simmons cards, I guess. But I don't even know who he is. And I, and I look him up, and this guy has this illustrious 20-year, I think it's 20-year, 18 or 20-year career He's like an eight-time all-star, uh, has the most home runs for a switch hitter. Like, it's like all these <laughs> fancy stats. And I ain't played at St. Louis for like 12 years. So, and two other teams. I'm just saying all this to say, I don't even know who this guy is. And he's in the Hall of Fame. You can't put Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame. And also, sad on my part for me to know, not know somebody like that. I, man, I didn't know. Look, right now, Cardinals knowledge. Ready for this? The first catcher I remember for St. Louis, Jose Pena. That's it. I don't, I mean, that, so if, whatever era that takes you back to, uh, 85, six, seven, somewhere in there. That's who I remember. I don't know. I didn't even know Ted Simmons, which is crazy. He's in the Hall of Fame for a guy I never heard of in baseball. Anyway. Put Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame, everybody. And have the most fantastic, uh, afternoon and uh you know love everybody